Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. It's Baptism Sunday. Nah, 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 you guys are not excited. It's Baptism Sunday. Okay, it's more like it. And I have 17 minutes. And in this 17 minute, quickly, uh, God, let this be quick. <laughs> but I will try, in the grace of God, to be quick. Uh, we will just dive a little bit into baptism, the power of baptism, why we get baptized, and all the beautiful things. And um, Holy Spirit, have your way. And so while preparing for this, I thought to myself, and I said, we need to go to the origin of water. Why water? Why could, can't we just baptize with sand, stones? Why water? Genesis 1 verse 2. Genesis 1 verse 2. I will be as quick as I can as God will let me be quick. Genesis 1 verse 2. Media, I'm literally going to use, for time, I'm going to use whatever you show me. So if you show me Revelations 1, 2, I'll read Revelations 1, 2. Genesis 1-2, and it says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And I said, Why water? What does water signify? And so we're going to look at the different places water has been used in the Bible, because the Bible is my only source of uh, my history book, my directional book, everything is in this book. And so they're going to look at what history tells us about water. Bible says, don't take it away, please. Thank you. The Bible says in Genesis 1, 2, it says, be, and it says, the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And I thought to myself, that was the first thing the Spirit of God ever moved over. It said he moved over, and that version will say, upon the face of the waters. And I thought to myself, why water? When God was creating man, as much as, yeah, the Bible says that he created him out of dust. But water was very significant in what he used in creating man. If we go to a little bit of history, says, I talked about our body being 60% made of water. I'm sure the, people, the medical and the science people and maybe those that are into biology will know this. And I just do a quick breakdown. It says the brain and the heart were composed of 73% of water. It says the lungs are about 83% of water. The skin contains 64% of water. Muscles and kidneys are 79%, and even the bones are watery, 31%. Every part of ourselves has water in it. Every part of our being needs water to sustain it. It just makes sense that water is what we use to cleanse it. Because that's what it made us through. And so automatically we're drawn to it. We're drawn to the source. Water. Water. What is water used for? Water is a consuming agent. Examples, Noah and the ark. Jesus, God said to himself, I'm tired of these people. They are a mess. I don't want them anymore. And he used water to destroy them. We think about water. Pharaoh and his people. It's so funny because out of 12 plagues, 10, 10, 10, 12, 10 plagues, Bible scholars, 10, 12, 10, oh, thank you very much. 10 plagues, the, the Egyptians didn't, see, didn't, see not back, didn't back down until water was involved. 
And then God had to use water to destroy them. And that was when they were able to back out. Water. I need us to understand. I'm only bringing context because I want us to know the importance of water. Why water? Why, why is this the agent that, God had, that Jesus, God actually selected as a cleansing agent? Water is also a healing agent. If you're writing, all right, water is a consuming agent, water is a healing agent. We have Naaman and the rich, the rich um, leper. They told him, go dip himself seven times in water. The pool of Bethsida. A man sat by the pool for so many years, and we had the angels come and stir up the pool. And then anyone who dips in first is healed. Water being a, a healing agent. And so I want us to, even as we dive into this word, I want us to, in our spirit, man, be praying for this water because this is a healing agent. This is a delivering agent. We're not just getting baptized regularly, ordinarily. We're getting baptized into a different us, into newness. What is water? An agent of miracles. I talked about splitting the Red Sea. The first miracle Jesus ever did Turn water to wine. There's just something first about water. The first thing the Spirit of God moved over was water. The first thing that Jesus used as a miracle to show them that Mary said, whatever he says, do it. To show that he had he was the Son of God was with water. Water came out of a rock. No matter how much we think we want to fast, we cannot fast with fast out of water. We cannot fast of water. We cannot say we decide not to take water again. Even when we fast from food, we still need water. Because water is what we are made of. It's what sustains us. There is something about God and water. If you've been to a beach before, you've been to, you will see, when you see the ocean, tell me that you don't see God. I have a picture. I don't know if, whenever they get to it, please show the picture. I look at water and I see reflection of myself in it. That is God. He said, I made you in my own likeness and my own image. So when you see water, you see yourself. That means you see God. Water. Water is transparent. There's a song from Ducey that says, when I know you more than I know me. That's how God wants to be transparent with us. He wants us, he's so eager to tell his secrets to us. One of my, one of the people that listened to was talking about, he said God was telling one of his friends something random about something that did not concern him. And then he was like, why are you telling me? And he's like, I just want to tell someone. God wants to tell us secret. He's transparent. What is water? Water is a cleansing agent. I was going to bring a whole uh, drama, whatever. I was going to bring stuff to just show you guys some things, but that's just going to take time. For some of us who bake, we know flour. We know what you use flour to do. You bake, use it to bake. And when you put your hand in flour, it stains your hand, obviously. But then when you put your hand in water, it cleans it. But when you put your hand back in the flour, what does it do? It draws, into, it draws the flour back to you. That's what happens. We're born already with stains and with sin. And then when we go baptized, we have a cleansing done. But then we don't know that. We go, out, go back out, 
he draws sin to us. If I'm lying, go look at the story of Jesus. After he got baptized, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him and he walked. He went into the wilderness and he drawed Satan to him. That something has happened to this man. And so, what is a cleansing agent? What happens when we get baptized? Let's go into it. Have 10 minutes. My gosh, I'll do this in 10 minutes. What happens when we get baptized? First, the old nature, the old sinful nature dies. Since we go down and we come up, the old sinful nature dies. And then the process of coming up, you're saying that we are ready to receive the new life. And then when we come up, we say, Christ has given us the new life. Three process. If you're writing, write this down. The old sinful nature dies. We don't stay in the water. We want to come out. That process of telling yourself, I'm ready to come out, means I'm ready to receive. I'm ready to receive a new life. And then the last one says, Christ gives us the new life. That's the resurrection. What does baptism symbolize? It symbolizes freedom of sin and flesh. Please, Romans 6, 1 to 4. It symbolizes freedom from sin and the flesh. That's why it's very important that we do this in the open. When the when Bible says that if you if you deny me in the open, I'll deny you in the open. That's why people that's why we're doing it in the open. It says, What shall we say? Shall we continue sin that grace may abound? God forbid. And it says, How shall we that we are dead to sin live any longer daring? Knowing not that many of us are baptized into Jesus Christ. Where the next one, please. We're baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like, a, like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. That is the process of baptism. We die to our old selves and we arise in Christ. It symbolizes faith and believing in him. Baptism is a very, it's a, something done in faith. You tell yourself, I believe that when I go into that water and come back, I'm new. It's faith. I think about it. This is the only, this is the only act of nature. This is the only natural material that God uses and symbolizes what it means to die and arise. It's only water. What does it mean to be baptized? It means it symbolizes Repentance. It signifies that we had asked God to forgive our sins and are ready to live the life he has wanted us to live. Baptism is an outward sign of commitment. I thought to myself, why did Jesus, why did Jesus decide to get baptized? Jesus was a man with no sin. And I will try to put it together with why we should be baptized. Jesus was baptized as one step in fulfilling his earthly mission of identifying with our humanity and sin. It's, it's part of the steps we take in our walk with him. The story of it's Acts 8, 34, I think 28 or 34 to 39, Acts 8. Um, we had Philip and this um, Ethiopian guy. I'll just, I, I'm, I'm emphasizing on 34 to 39, but I'll give you a little backstory. There's this guy who was was going on his way and he was reading um, the, some story of the prophet and he didn't understand what it meant. And the Holy Spirit came to Philip and said, go talk to this guy. 
And then after multiple conversations, they got to a point and he eventually gave his life to God. And what happened after that? And he said that as, after he had given his life to Christ, please take me to the next verse. Yeah, after he had given life to Christ, they asked him, he said, what stops me from getting baptized? It says there's a step. Sometimes we do the baptism of the Holy Spirit before the baptism of, of water, but it's in the journey. It says that what stopped him from being baptized, and Philip took him to the riverside and baptized him there. And the Spirit of the Lord took Philip. John 3, 5. John 3, 5. When you put it up, let me know. John 3, 5. What does he, why did Jesus get baptized? Jesus was giving us an example to follow. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians, I think 11, 1, says that imitate me as I imitate Christ. That was Paul talking. So what, why should we get baptized? Because Jesus did it. If I don't give you any other reason to that, I give you that. Because Jesus did it. John 3, 5 says, Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except the man is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Except a man is born of water and of spirit. He says he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Except a man is born of water and of the spirit. What does it mean to be born of water? Baptism. What does it mean to be born of the, the spirit? The baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is where you get your newness. This is where you get born again. Because there's an actual act of dying with him and resurrecting with him. What does it mean to get baptized? When I was praying to God about a, a word for today, and it says, a Sunday of open heavens. Do with that what you want. It's a Sunday of open heavens. When Jesus was baptized, the heavens opened over him. Does that mean that for the last 30, 29 years, the heaven never opened over him? What happens when you get baptized? There's a hope in heaven. The heavens are opened over you. Because I, I, one thing I know is that I see the life of Jesus. Yeah, I may not be as perfect as Jesus, but we are asked to live like Jesus. Meaning that everything Jesus did, we will do more. So why are we different from Jesus? Why are we act trying to be different from Jesus? What happens when you get baptized? It signifies the beginning of a ministry. The beginning of an assignment. When Jesus got baptized, he said, let me do this. The scriptures may be established. But he knows that he had to do that for him to be baptized. For, him to, for his ministry to start, he had to get baptized. He said, don't worry. I, um, John, I shouldn't baptize you. You should be the one baptizing me. You are the son of God. But Jesus knew the importance of baptism. And that this guy is not going to rob me from what I'm going to receive. If I'm going to baptize him, it means... The Spirit of God will not come up with me. What does it mean to be baptized? There's different types of spirit. There's different types of the move of the Holy Spirit. We have the Spirit within and the Spirit upon. What happened to Jesus when he got baptized? The Spirit of the Lord came upon him and he remained with him. That was in John. John 1 or 2. Please find it. <laughs> and the, the Spirit of God remained upon him and they said the Holy Spirit made him go into the wilderness and after he was tempted 
And he said he went out in the power of God. There are two different things. When he was in the wilderness, he didn't have the power of God. He had the spirit within that was helping him remind This is the word of God. The devil is saying this. Say that. That's what the spirit within was doing. That's what happens when you have the fruit of the spirit. It's not what we do on stage. It's what you do in your secret place. But then when we're on stage, what do we walk? We walk with the power of God. Because that was what Jesus had when he was living in the wilderness. He had the power of God come upon him. And then he started doing miracles and wonders. What happens when we get baptized? The Spirit of the Lord comes upon us and remains within us. First John. I'm going to end with this. Wow, this is the shortest message I've ever preached. Wow. <laughs> First John 5. Is there 5 in First John? I think so. No? I'll get it now. First John. Let me see. Sorry. There's 5, right? Ah. 5, 6 to 8. First John 5, to 6, to, 6 to 8. One of my brothers opened my eyes to this and he changed my prayer life forever. And I want to give you guys the secret. First John 5, 6 to 8. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. Not by water alone, but by water and blood. And it is spirit that bear witness because the spirit is truth. Next verse. For there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And there are three, the three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth. The spirit the water, the last one, and the blood. And these three agree as one. Three significant things that happened in the life of Jesus. His baptism, his death, when he resurrected. That was when the Spirit of God came upon the people. Because he had to go for the Spirit to come. So those three things are on earth. It says those three, three witnesses have to agree on earth. Please leave the, that verse up, please. The, the three have to agree on earth. So he left those things on earth. He left us the water, which is water baptism. He left us the blood, which we use uh, to cleanse ourselves. And then last, he left us the spirit. And he says these three things must agree. They are not one. They must agree as one. This three has to be agreement for anything to happen on earth. Concerning your life, concerning my life. This three has to be in agreement. What does the water represent? Water represents repentance. It represents newness, purification. That's the baptism. What does the blood represent? The blood is speaking for us. It's what presents us to God. And what does the last one represent? The spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit. Which speaks to us and tells us the will of the Father. So why are we moving in the two, blood and the spirit? Forgetting that the third, the, the, there's a third one, which is the water. If I will not leave, if I will leave with anything, or if you will leave with anything, leave with this. This three has to be in agreement. For anything to happen, because we are riding in mercy, we're riding in grace, we're riding in love. But there's, there, there's, there's something that happens where this three comes in agreement. If we go to Daniel, when, after Daniel prayed for the people of Pasha for so, for so long, and then the answer had already come, but then they had the prince of Pasha, which stood there against the answers. For every region, for every city, for every town, for every village, for every street, there's a prince assigned to them. There's a demon assigned to them. 
for this area. There's a demon assigned to this area. But what did, Daniel had mercy, which is the word, which probably is the word, yeah. And Daniel had the spirit because that's the spirit of God came to him and ministered to him and told him that we have had the answer. But he didn't have water. Well, actually, he had water. He didn't have blood, sorry. He had water, which was mercy, but he didn't have the blood because the blood of Jesus came years after Daniel died. And so, for us to conquer this world, these three witnesses has to be in agreement. We're going to be on our feet, please. Let's be on our feet, please. Three things, like I said, the water, the blood, and the spirit. We're going to seek for the mercy of God. We're going to plead the blood of Jesus. We're going to call on the spirit of God, and we're going to bless this poor. Bible says the angel came and stirred the pool and there was healing. The water sprayed up and there was deliverance for the people of Israel. Moses eat the rock and water came out of it. And there was water for the people of Israel because they were, th- they were thirsty and they were tired. We're going to pray that this water will rejuvenate. This water will heal. This water will deliver. This water was set free. First, you pray for mercy. Then you pray for the blood. And then you pray by the Spirit of God. Did the Spirit of God come upon this water? The Bible says in Genesis 1-2, and the Spirit of God moved over the face of the waters. And what's that Spirit? The Spirit of organization. So what is not right? And then, then God said, let there be light. Now there will be purification. There will be sanctification. Father, in the name of Jesus, we release your power over this world. Spirit of the living God, come and move over this water. Angels come and stir up this water. Stir it up for healing. Stir it up for deliverances. Stir it up for freedom. In the name of Jesus. In the name that is above every other name. The power of the Lord come upon this water like never before. Father, we thank you. For everyone who's getting baptized, pray for yourself. Ask the Lord that there will be a deliverance, that there will be freedom. And I gave the illustration about a flower. After you put your ends in the flower, put your ends in water and wash it, and you put your ends back in the flower, it attracts it again. After you get baptized, the devil will come. The devil will come. That the Lord will prepare your heart. That the Spirit of the Lord will come and dwell within you and deliver you through the temptations because it will come. That it will deliver you from the vices of the enemy when it comes. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you all the glory. Father, we're ready for you.
because we're not doing an ordinary baptism. It's not an ordinary one. We're doing a supernatural one. Father, we ask for miracles, signs, and wonders because we know what is an agent of miracle. Let there be miracles, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Are we ready for what God is about to do? Yeah. Baptizers, baptizes, baptize watchers, baptizing watchers. Are you ready for what God is about to do? Uh, no. Are you ready for what God is about to do? Uh, so I'll ask just one thing. White people get baptized. Please connect with them in your, in your spirit. Pray with them. It's a, it's a good thing. It's a great thing. They just tick, mark themselves up for the kingdom of heaven. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations. We celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817 817- 382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.